Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. I have a medication right now. Mm-hmm. For what? And one of the side effects... Is, for what? Mm-hmm. Oh, depression. Um, oh, yeah. And one of the side effects... I'm on one of those. <laughs> Well, I have never been on one before. Oh. So so this is untread ground for me. And What's one of the drug? my best side of uh, Trazodone. Oh, okay. And my most hated side effect is constipation. Oh darn, yeah. <clears throat> I am so backed up. Oh, that's I am the fucking I five. <laughs> That sucks. And <clears throat> I am very used to having the most normal of movements, the most predictable of movements. You could set a watch by my BMs. Wow. So I'm very aggravated that my guts aren't doing what I tell them to. So tonight, I have taken steps to remind them whose body it is. All right. Because right before I recorded, I got one of those long tubes of prunes. <laughs> and I ate What do you mean a tube? A tube of prunes. Well, that's how it was sold at the store. They they okay. came in it. They came in a tube. You're, you're describing it as if like this is common and I have no idea what you're talking about. The tube. Oh, so it's like a it's actually a can. Well, but it's plastic. No, it's paper. Okay. Well, it's yeah. like a it's like a Pringles can, except like yeah. short. Yeah. And how much of the did that did you eat? Half. Hmm. That uh that sounds like a stomach ache there, Russ. The uh the serving size is forty grams and I think I ate two hundred and fifty. Yeah. That uh sounds like a stomach ache. Then I washed that down with a glass of Metamucil. Oh no, oh no. You really don't have any poo problems. You have no idea how to do this, do you? Well, I don't know what's going I was I was talking with a coworker about this. And I did most of the things she advised me not to do. Tell she was trying to recommend me uh, recommend to me a natural easygoing laxative. Senna. Sure. Senna. Now, the problem was the, the box for this laxative didn't feature any imagery that was appealing to me. It was like a field and a sun, you know? Right. That, yes. I need imagery that is like a volcano erupting. <laughs> oh, or like, gosh. have you seen those videos where there's a dam where the locks have been closed for like a year and then they open them and it's uh-huh. just matter? exploding Uh out of this that's what i want on my laxative i don't want to at this point we're past regular i want to be unstoppable uh how many days has it been four okay i can understand why you're upset i want to have to brace myself with both hands when this happens (laughs) well you're at least signing yourself for a really bad stomach ache well that may be but I will, uh, I will deal with that if there is a prize at the other end. 
<laughs> so I have IBS, and there are three types of IBS. There's IBS, I think, D, C, and I can't remember the other one. I don't know. But the one is diarrhea, the other is constipated, and then there's combined, which I have. <laughs> <clears throat> and so for me, everything is a balancing act of trying to make sure I go regularly, but not too much at once. I am praying to no deity that I believe in for all at once and violently. Well, once when I had a constipation issue, I <laughs> you want to know how I fixed it? Uh, was it with glycerin <laughs> suppositories? No, oh. it was with jala- with very spicy jalapenos. Yes. And it felt like scorpions were burrowing out of my guts. That is fantastic. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. Did it work? Absolutely. Was it worth it? Not at all. Oh, damn. So that th- That's the effect I want. I want to well, remind it who's in charge. Yeah, these jalapenos were spicier than any other jalapenos I've ever come across. And I ate a bunch of them. And it worked in horrible ways. I cannot wait to report back on my findings. Well, let me know when the stomach ache kicks in. Oh, it it oh my tummy hurts. Oh no, I mean the one that is going to come from the prunes. No, no, I, I I'm probably <clears throat> starting starting that. All right, it is. You, I, you may have regrets. Oh, I would be disappointed if I didn't. I am not allowed to have dried fruit buy dried fruit because i will eat it to the point that i am sick which you have done deliberately for some reason (laughs) well it's not sick if it's coming out the back end if you you can hide that today today? (laughs) well we are nearing my second favorite time of the year and you don't care for this time of the year no not a bit but as as is my custom, I'm hoping to put some levity along with it. And you don't have this poem. This is a poem that is in the special edition of A Light in the Attic. And it is called Presence, Presence, Presence. All right. We're going to substitute birthday party for Christmas morning on this one. The first line of this poem is the birthday party's over, but I'm going to say Christmas morning's over. Wait, okay. that's not even the poem. What? The the poem's about a birthday party. Yeah. I'm punting here. There aren't any Christmas poems in this book. All right. Christmas morning's over, and I've got a sleepy head, but I've got so many presents that I can't get near my bed. They're stacked from porch to parlor, they're jammed up on the stair. They're piled in front of all the doors I can't get anywhere. I can't get to the kitchen, and I'm starving for some food. I can't get to the closet, so I'm shivering in the nude. I can't get out to go to school, and I can't go to the show. And I can't get to the bathroom where I really have to go. And it's painfully surprising to find life's not too pleasant when you become a prisoner of too many presents. Is there an image? There is. It's a child crossing its legs, clearly holding pee, looking with terror at a toilet that is jammed with packages in wrapping paper. 
You know, you could have kept it as birthday party. I could And just have. had it be Jesus's birthday. Who? <laughs> you know the reason for the season? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Santa Claus, our Lord and Savior. God fucked Mary and he and she gave birth to Santa. Christmas oh, that's rules. That's a really weird thing to think about. Christmas Santa had two dads. I'm sure and I'm sure when Santa was born Santa was already an old man. No, no, he had to grow up. No, oh, okay. See, I I don't actually know my uh Christianity very well. Well, I I mean Santa did die on the cross for our sins and was uh fought his way out of hell. Uh, which is why he lives at the North Pole now, because he's sick of hot. He wants cold all the time. <laughs> okay. And after kicking the devil square in the nuts, he burst out of Earth's soil like some terror golem, gathered all the inhabitants of Atlantis, which were the elves, and flew them to the North Pole. See, now uh, this would make a good movie. Well, I mean, I, I do know my Bible. So praise Santa, the reason for the season. Well, I picked this one because... <laughs> because presents. You're... Well, no, I'm going to have to say that again because it's in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm phlegmy. Like, I'm mostly better from the Scottish cold from hell that left me with laryngitis and bronchitis for weeks. I'm almost better, but I'm still s- somewhat phlegmy, and I... Maybe it'll go away someday. Maybe not. Well, now I'm leaving all that in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason I chose this poem was... Yes. Because presents. When I was growing up, my family were big gift givers, and now it has translated into me being a gift giver. And so people are surprised to find that they're getting things from me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a reciprocal thing, um, but giving presents is fun, particularly ones that you know people actually want. Right. If I have a family member who doesn't have a vice of some kind, they're the absolute worst to buy for. I need what's my vice? Of, uh, well, the, now it's switch games. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I can also send you wine, and that's never not appreciated. No, I will always like it. But it's like, I don't have any relatives that are like, man, I sure do like whiskey. Or... I sure do like whiskey. (laughs) Or who are angry about the new, you know, price of cartons of cigarettes. Hmm. Which, if you have ever put a carton of cigarettes in a stocking... Please take a photo of it and send it to us. Just the image would make me very happy where someone wakes up on Christmas morning and is deeply excited to see cigarettes in their stocking. (laughs) Mitchell and Webb had a sketch where they had a druggy friend and everyone was surprising him, brackets, with gifts of heroin. I think I may have seen that one. I'm not sure. Uh, But... Nobody doesn't like getting presents, no matter what it is. Um, I mean, I it do. depends on who's. It depends on who it's from. I have certainly gotten presents, and I'm like, oh, I mm, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And actually, not even just no, thank you, but please don't ever give me a present again. Have we? Ta- I, we've talked previously about the worst gifts you've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. 
But is there a gift that made you say, never get me a present again? <laughs> um, uh, I, th- I mean, it would be probably the worst Christmas gift I, gift I ever got. And I don't really want to rehash that one because it's yeah. boring. Um, yeah, just people who don't don't know me at all and get me something that is really uninteresting. Because then I really I know that they don't know me. And so the thing they're going to get me next year will also not be very good. <laughs> and so I really would just prefer that they didn't. <laughs> I'm almost envious of that situation because I I would be curious what they would get me. Like, you know, rooster salt and pepper shakers. I would have absolutely no use for that. But what a thing to own and just display somewhere. Yeah, I mean, that's charming. If someone gave me rooster salt and pepper shakers, I would be like, why? But also, this is fine. I mean, chickens are funny. I have an uncle who only wants gift cards to sporting goods stores. What does he buy with them? He saves them until he has amassed hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And then he buys some expensive piece of golf or fishing equipment. Eh, Fair. But I love that. It's almost like a vice where you know what you're getting regardless of holiday. I like predictability like that. What's the coolest thing you're getting for someone this year that you can say? Well, they're probably not going to hear this. Um, Fry told me something he wanted, and he described it as though it was a non-existent object. Yes. Like this wasn't something that had been invented since antiquity. I was like, hey, do you need anything? Like, I'm going to get you something, but before I do, is there anything that you might want? And he said, well, I have a whole lot of enamel pins. And... Fry's an enamel pin guy. I'm trying to find some way to display them. Like, if there was some way that I could hang them up on the wall, to which I replied, you mean like a cork board? Mm-hmm. And he went, oh, yeah, I guess That's a cork That's a funny board. present. That's a really funny present to get someone, a cork board. And so he's not getting a cork board, though. He's getting, okay. he's getting like, medieval banner hangings. Oh, that, that's a good idea. That are made of felt and are, so you spe- can... and are specifically for yeah. enamel pins. Oh, that's a really good idea, because then you can keep the back with them. Yeah. But it's, it would be like me if I needed a new tire or something. And I'm like, is there a roundish thing that a car could di- distribute weight on top of is what I'm thinking. Did you used to get a, a lot of presents for Christmas, like the piled high sort of thing? When I was little, yes, I do have very fond memories of a pile of presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that at my grandparents' house. Also, <laughs> I think my idea of what a pile was then would be a lot, like smaller than today. What I would consider a pile. Oh yeah, because I was smaller. <laughs> I have an aunt who always gets me really good stuff, and so I can't complain about it. And she's gotten better recently. But for about 15 years of my life, she swore up and down that I wore mediums in things. All right. 
I don't know why anyone would look at Russ and say he's average and not tiny. It's because you're tall enough to not be tiny. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're not like extremely tall, but you are of of an above average height. And I honestly, if you hadn't told me that you wear a small in men's for shirts, I would have probably gone with a medium just to be safe. You bought me a medium woman's t-shirt just recently. I know, because that was what it was available. But I did ask you what size you were in men's. Oh, touche. Touche. Because at a certain height, I usually assume people are mediums. I should stop wearing trash bags to work so that people can behold my coat hanger frame. What do you wear to work? Don't you actually have to wear clothes that... That, uh, uh, I, I have like to wear safety approved. Yeah, I, I have to wear fire resistant clothes when I'm on a site, but yeah. I don't go to sites very often, and so I have a no uniform. No more polyester for Russ. You need to stick to cotton, I guess. I guess, but I have a uniform that I've sort of invented, and it's black selvage jeans, Doc Martens, a black T-shirt, and a gray denim coat. That sounds reasonable. It's very easy. It's very Steve Jobs, and I don't even have to think about it. Also, I have learned that denim coats provide zero warmth. They are purely an accessory. Denim is cotton, which is not warm. That was was a learning experience for me. Oh, no. Oh, poor cold Russ. Oh, it's not not that cold. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with my denim jacket. It's shivering. Why does this exist? Why do you torture? Why do you torture it's, me, Cotton it's Gods? Be, it's supposed to be like you know you're wearing a t-shirt, but you maybe you need something the long sleeve too, just in case it's a little cool. It's well, not my really brain, supposed to be a winter thing. Well, in my brain, I say I'm wearing a t-shirt and I need to look slightly cooler. All right, fair. Denim jackets. There, there is a certain American mystique to that. I think I had one when I was like eight. Yeah, I also had one when I was eight, and then again when I was forty. <laughs> I I haven't had one outside of uh, being in elementary school. I don't think. Oh, I guess I was going to talk briefly about this. Um, I also because I'm big on giving gifts, and that was the poem. I looked up some stats on American spending habits at Christmas time. Yes. What did and, you learn? And it seems like the average American spends a thousand dollars on other people at Christmas time. I do not. Yeah, I would estimate that is probably accurate for me. I certainly do not. But that's really cool and generous of you. <laughs> the uh, U.S. holiday sales have been expanding rapidly. In the year 2002, holiday sales accounted for $416.4 billion in revenue. In 2022, we're towing a trillion. It was $936.3 billion. That's so interesting because I... Well, all my family's dead, and not a lot of my friends give gifts, so I pretty much spend money on nobody. (laughs) And also, we all know that I'm, like, into discount everything all the time, so I never pay full price for anything. What is your favorite 
ironic holiday gift that you actually enjoy. Something that should be tacky and regretful, but you secretly or publicly enjoy it. Um, Advent calendars with good chocolate in them. Yes. I love an advent calendar. Mine is fruitcake. No. I love fruitcake. Mm, no, thank you. And so it's one of those things like, oh, does anybody want the fruit? Because nobody ever wants the fruitcake. Russ wants the fruitcake. Oh, those uh, candy, those chocolate orange things. Actually, you know. Terry's chocolate orange. Thing, it's just thing. I think the thing with me is just chocolate. I like chocolate. We uh, we recorded. The Ferrero a- Rocher. Chocolate. We recorded a, a three a three length long episode of our sister podcast, which reminded hey, me we, we need to talk about what we're going to do for the next <laughs> three weeks. But Fry won a game, and his prize is a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, do you have any uplifting thoughts for the listeners? Uh, the reason why I was late is because I got pizza, and the pizza took too long. But I ate pizza, and I was Sweet. happy about that. Sweet, what kind? Um, it was something with an arugula walnut pesto base. Yeah. Damn. Yum. Mm-hmm. It was good. <laughs> <laughs>